the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Unprecedented escalation of tension. Vladimir Putin has put his nuclear forces on increased alert. He has ordered Russian nuclear weapons prepared for, quote, increased readiness to launch. Huge demonstrations, meanwhile, in Russia, spanning from Moscow to Siberia. Authorities say tens of thousands of Russians have taken to the street once again to protest the invasion of Ukraine. Protesters have marched in a number of city centers chanting no to war. Former President Donald Trump has captured the CPAC straw poll over the weekend with 59% of the vote as that weekend festivity is about to wrap up in Florida. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a distant second at 28%. This is SRN News. Mark Levin explains the beginning. The insurrection, as they call it, didn't begin on January 6th, and it's still not over. It began when the Democrat Party and its lawyers and the Biden campaign went into court after court, pressured governor after governor, secretary of state after secretary of state to change the rules to benefit Biden and his party. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Your forecast for today, we're looking at mostly sunny and a high of 34 with a low of 17 for tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny and a high of 36 with a low of 21. We want to hear from you, our listeners. When do you listen? How do you listen? Who is your favorite host? What is a dream event you'd like to see us create? Fill out our brief survey at am1280thepatriot.com and you could win a $250 Visa gift card and an Amazon Echo. Thank you in advance for your participation. From the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, this is AM1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
And uh, give us a follow and a like if you haven't done so already. And uh, we also have our live stream up and running at our Northern at uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so you can follow us along there as well. Leave a comment or question if you so desire. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I did want to get to this uh, a couple of other stories and may have time to just get to one, but I did at least want to weigh in on uh, there is still a uh, officially a uh, I think it's still a pandemic I believe I mean let's be honest a lot of people have kind of moved on and have are ditched the masks I know there are cities that still have mask mandates and other municipalities and you know there's still some private businesses who request that you wear a mask and you know I'll honor the request of a private business just like if I'm going into someone's private residence and they ask me to remove my shoes, you know, I'll honor the request. Uh, but apparently, the C- uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, was deciding to relax and loosen some of the uh, mask mandates. And what is the science they're basing this on? Well, uh, Ed Morrissey at HotAir.com. Uh, he, this was a piece he wrote Friday before the official word came out. Uh, Joe Biden's Supreme Court pick might only come in second place for eagerly awaited and overdue announcements on Friday, weeks after most Democrat governors abandoned the CDC's masking guidelines in the face of voter revolts. The CDC may announce as early as Friday that the science has changed. The political science, that is. This is from a Washington Post piece. The center, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will loosen its mask guidelines by weighing metrics such as hospital capacity and coronavirus admissions rather than simply looking at case counts so more people can feel comfortable going maskless in indoor public spaces, according to two senior administration officials and two people familiar with the plans. The change comes weeks after numerous states, including those led by Democratic governors, announced plans to lift mandates as Omicron cases drop sharply. But states have long been pressing the agency for better guidelines to inform their decision to ease restrictions, the officials said. And Ed Morrissey weighs in. Translation? Democratic governors and mayors have begged the CDC for some political cover for their retreat. That followed months of demands from executives of both parties for the CDC to clearly define the metrics that require masking and objective measures that would allow them to ease such mandates. The CDC instead kept refusing to specify either a data set metric or the science that demonstrated the need for masking, especially in schools. And that's another thing. Uh, I think it was... It may have been New York State. It was one state in particular that's saying, okay, yeah, fine, yeah. Uh, we can go ahead and the kids don't have to mask up outside. To which states like Florida at all are saying, wait, you were masking kids outside? Uh, that never that never made any never made any sense at all. There was no science even masking kids on a regular basis, much less outside. You know, and again, the data pretty much supports this that kids unvaccinated are in some cases at less at less risk than fully vaccinated adults particularly the omicron uh, variant because it was more contagious and there were significant breakthrough cases but thankfully if you were fully vaccinated and boosted 
uh, the symptoms in the vast majority of cases with Omicron were very mild. And so it never really made sense to use the case uh, load as a metric because that was just such a cluster uh, and how it was uh, it was being reported anyways. So, uh, again, it's amazing how huge worldwide news events kind of make COVID take second fiddle. I mean, if this is if, if this was some sort of plague, as some people were wanting to characterize it, uh, there's no way we would continue to just turn it on and off when it's convenient. I mean, I, I talked about this on the show a lot back in 2020. Of course, it was declared a pandemic in March of 2020. Then in three months, three, four months later, we had the summer of unrest, you know, after particularly after the, the murder of George Floyd and all the civil unrest and the protests that took place. And a lot of epidemiologists were concerned because it's like, wait a minute, there's a whole crush of people at these protests, middling mask usage, certainly no social distancing. How can we justify telling people to shelter in place when you have literally thousands of people crushing together? And it really undermined their case. And I think at that point, People were kind of marching to the to the beat of their own drum, so to speak. And again, from a from a public health standpoint, that wasn't the most prudent thing to do. Now, the comeback was, well, it was during summer, and we've learned that this has kind of been a seasonal virus. Okay, but they but public health officials weren't spinning it that way. In fact, you had some who were saying that racism, in particular, is a bigger threat to public health than the virus. And therefore, you had the virus mysteriously staying away from social justice protests. But Sturgis, oh, my gosh, Sturgis super spreader event. How many hundreds of thousands of cases came out of Sturgis? And that was kind of uh, ended up being a very uh, uh, junk science report that came out in the aftermath of that. But, uh, yeah, there there have been so many states. A friend of mine who lives down in Arizona said, you know, we haven't there was never a statewide mask mandate. There was some. Uh, municipalities, localities that uh, required them. But for the most part, it people moved on very early on, like, you know, mid-2020. So you're talking about literally three, four months after the pandemic started. And the only reason Arizonans knew that there, there was still a mask mandate is obviously you were required them to wear the, you're required to wear them in airplanes. So if Arizonans were taking plane flights, you know, they they had to be forgiven. It's like, oh, yeah, you still got to – the masks are still a thing in some areas. So, yeah, and, and, like, and like this report talks about, there were a lot of Democrat governors, particularly uh, Jared Polis in Colorado, Ned Lamont in Connecticut, who were moving on and saying, yeah, no more masks. This is this is silly. It's, it's, uh, it's not uh, – the numbers are waning, and – you know, it, it it's a it, it's a um, has a mitigating effect, but it's not certainly not a cure all. Uh, but the damage has already been done. A lot of our public institutions of health have are suffering from a severe uh, crisis in credibility because there was just never one coherent message. And I get you know the science evolved, the science changed, uh, but they never seem to want to adjust the restrictions accordingly. And that's where they were losing trust in the public. 
And then you had these heavy-handed mandates, particularly in schools, where, well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago in Virginia, one Virginia locality in particular, where kids were going to be charged with trespassing if they tried to enter the school while they weren't wearing a mask. I mean, it was getting absolutely ludicrous. So uh, this is, I'll continue to read from this Washington Post piece. Uh, The CDC uh, announced guidelines Friday. Uh, According to the Associated Press, the CDC spokeswoman uh, declined to say uh, when the updated guidance would go into place. But under existing CDC guidelines, more than 96 percent of counties are still considered substantial or high transmission for the coronavirus, meaning the agency recommends masking in most indoor settings. Uh, The new CDC guidelines will look not only at... uh, case counts, but at severity of disease by factoring in hospitalizations and hospital capacity to the official set, a change that state health officials have welcomed. So I'll finish with Ed Morrissey's piece at uh, Hot Air. The CDC's efforts uh, on that front is notable, too. We have had CDC data on hospitalizations for most of the pandemic, as well as overall case counts, which suffer from testing supply failures and deaths. Hospitalizations and deaths, however, include any correlated COVID-19. The CDC refused to narrow uh, reporting on such data to causative hospitalizations and deaths, even long after that problem was known and continuing long past the point when vaccinations and exposure made the disconnect between correlation and causation even wider. Omicron exposed that issue utterly, too, so much so that Dr. Anthony Fauci had to address it two months ago when pediatric admissions with COVID-19 peaked. And I remember that because he made a distinction. He says, look, a lot of reports are coming out about how pediatric hospitalizations are vastly increasing during Omicron. And a lot of these outlets were running with it saying, oh, my God, this is horribly dangerous for ch- for children. But then the Dr. Fauci had to make the distinction. Well, these children going into these being admitted in these pediatric hospitals or clinics, a lot of them are being admitted uh, with COVID, not because of COVID. But if they go in with, like, say, a broken arm because, you know, kids out there skateboarding, doing what kids do, and, oh, my gosh, look at that, they have COVID. Well, it's documented that they uh, are enter the hospital with COVID. So guess what that does? That incredibly inflates, inflated the numbers. And in kids, this while it was, again, highly contagious, they certainly weren't suffering from severe symptoms as kind of the Omicron variant lends itself. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that the CDC is finally uh, making these uh, uh, or loosening these restrictions. But let's be honest, uh, it's too little too late. I mean, people have long ago figured this out that uh, a lot of these are are just heavy-handed, not necessary. If you're going for a zero-COVID goal, that's not realistic. And yet that seemed to be the way that they were operating. That seemed to be the way that they were handing down mandates as they were going for a, a, a zero-COVID effect. And that, that, that was never realistic. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on this. Uh, they're talking about now a subvariant of Omicron. More research needs to be learned about this. Some are saying, well, it is more contagious, but Omicron itself was more contagious, but the symptoms were far less severe. 
So if this new subvariant, BA2, I think it is, if that's even more contagious than the original strain of Omicron, but less, even less severe in symptoms, well, then the virus is doing exactly what other viruses are supposed, are, are supposed to do and end up doing. So uh, something we'll keep an eye on, uh, that is to be sure. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Want to know why you'll love working at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning? You have options. You can work with your hands out in the field, or you can work a variety of positions in the office. Plus, Standard offers a full range of benefits, like medical, dental, vision, 401k match, life insurance, flexible hours, tuition reimbursement, and much more. Whew. Standard also offers great wages. That's a heavy paycheck. Standard Heating provides ongoing training and certifications. The best part is you get to help people every day and work for a company that gives back to the community. Standard Heating has been owned by three generations of the same family. The things you want from an employer and more, the highest standards. We know you'll love working there. Visit standardheating.com careers to apply today. Standard Heating, providing the comfort and the employment you deserve. Apply today at standardheating.com careers. That's standardheating.com careers. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Tonight I'm gonna break away. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 
651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Thanks always for tuning in. And by the way, we are up and running at our Facebook page, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We have the live stream up and going. Wave to the camera there, Greg. So oh, there's the camera oh, right, right there. there. Yeah, oh, there's, yeah. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Greg's figuring out this radio thing. He was looking for his headphones and whatnot. <laughs> Why can't I hear anything? Oh, I don't have headphones on. So Details. I'm just, just having fun with you, some, Greg. Some yeah. days I get absent-minded. <laughs> <laughs> Focusing on uh, on his show prep, no doubt. Hopefully no doubt. the mic is on. Yeah, I can I can hear you just fine. Uh, oh, good. Uh, uh, again, we are joined uh, by I long time. I probably have the wrong headphones because I can't hear anything through these. Can you not hear anything? But I can hear you, and I can hear me through my own self, so we're good. Okay, is the uh, vol- do you have to adjust the volume? Oh, it's right, it's right in the middle. Okay, can well, you it's hear? Crank now. Okay, no, nah, I can't hear. I can't hear. I can hear you, and I can hear me. That's all I need. Oh, to try know. these headphones over here. All right, well, we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll just uh, we're we're in the middle of a, a production meeting here on air. No live don't, debugging. Don't mind us, folks. Yeah, D. Greg Scott, <laughs> oh! uh, technology wonk, and uh, he's excited because he can hear us. So <laughs> now there's a voice inside my head. Yeah. <laughs> Those are normally not good things, Greg Scott, yeah, but we'll make them work here. We need it here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Scott's been on the broadcast many times talking about uh, myriad uh, technology issues. And, of course, we uh, technology, we're more involved with it uh, today than ever before. And, uh, by the way, check out his fine website, dgregscott.com. That's D as in Daniel, dgregscott.com. Uh, Greg alerted me to a story that I was not aware of but uh, very intriguing, and this is from a Reuters.com piece a single activist helped turn the tide against NSO Group, one of the world's most sophisticated spyware companies now facing a cascade of legal action and scrutiny in Washington over damaging new allegations that its software was used to hack government officials and dissidents around the world. It all started with a software glitch on an iPhone. Uh, Greg Scott, uh, tell us a little bit about this. Uh, It was a Saudi women's rights activist. Uh, apparently discovered this glitch on her yeah. own uh, iPhone. Why don't you uh, give yeah. us some insight on this? Well, yeah, it turns out in Saudi Arabia, if you're a woman and you want other women the right to drive, to get drivers Oh, that's a big no-no in Saudi Arabia. It's a yeah. national security problem. She went to jail for it. and what she. But other people, somebody had bugged her phone conversations, text messages and stuff, and, her, and how, did, how did they get into that? So she engaged a group called, 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 called the Citizens Lab in Canada. Okay. And Citizens Lab did a whole bunch of analysis, and they found they, on her phone they found a, le- a legacy from this from this NSO Group software. There's a bug. There was a, there was an Apple iOS bug such that you could send a you could send a message with this special video or special image buried in the message. Okay. There's bad code in the images such that the phone could, the the phone would could listen in on you, and and this and the bad software would send. Copies of the messages to the to the listeners. It was they took advantage of a zero day, and they exploited it, and that's how this lady got caught and ended up going to jail. But she fought it. She she she. Uh, the Citizens Lab group notified Apple. Apple fixed the bug, and Apple sued NSO Group. Come to find out, NSO Group has 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 sold their software to lots of governments who have in turn targeted people that are unfriendly to those governments. Sometimes dissidents, sometimes reporters. Sometimes who knows what. So this NSO group, uh, they were. This was a deliberate thing. Then, yeah, right? and, yeah, okay. and yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and Israeli software. Company, yeah, yeah. And they build, they build this software whose purpose it is to spy on people, and they sell it to government. Were they the government. contracted by these governments, or did they, they come up private, with this innovation pri- on their own? Came up well. <clears throat> innovation. 
attack. So to speak. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> the private companies. I'm. They came up with an innovation on their own, and they recruited. They rec- they recruited governments for for customers. And I and I um I think some of the founders were former agents of some kind or another. That I'm not. That's murky to my mind. But so, you know, you know, in cases like that, there's always a connection somehow, some way. That's how they do their marketing. So this uh, uh, civil, uh, her name escapes me. The uh, women's uh, rights activist, Lu, in, uh, Lu, I, I, Lujan Al Hathul. Okay, I, and I apologize, Lujane. I hope I, I apologize for getting that wrong. Oh, that's yeah, that's fine. American so, butchering the. Uh, yeah, we try. We give yeah. we give our best efforts. So, yeah. uh, so this was. Um, do, was she aware? That this was on her phone only after she got arrested and she told, hey, we hacked into only, your phone? Only, well, I I don't think that anybody told her that they hacked into her phone. She figured it out. She just figured it out. Yeah, okay. There's only, there's only, how many, how do they know my messages back and forth to whoever, whoever, whoever? They had to have listened on my phone somehow. So she sent the phone to this to this group and okay. the group figured it out. And uh, the NSO group and another group in Israel, too, uh, exploited the same bug. Another group called Quadream in Israel exploited the same Apple iOS bug. So we know of two companies that exploited that bug. you got to believe there's others. So she figured out that someone had, had, had messed with her phone and exploited the bug, and it turned out that the NSO group itself had a bug in their software because they left this legacy of their right. stuff still in her phone for smart researchers to find. So had that little bug not had not been left behind? We had never found out about never it. Found, okay, all right. Wow. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal. So then it makes you wonder if there are possibly any other uh, organizations that might be doing this same kind of thing if this one kind of uh, stealthily does <laughs> I would, I would does peg so. the odds at greater than 50-50. Yeah? Okay. That's yeah. pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, well, I guess what makes this different than what, say, the government is? I mean, if you've listened to what Edward Snowden has said, the government mm-hmm. consistently spies on people through their use of technology, yeah, social same. media sites and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How how what's the distinction between this and that, Greg Scott? It's a variation on the same theme. In this case, the government um a government, we we know that a government, the Saudi government, we know that that government contracted with this private company for use of this spyware software. We know we know that because we have the audit trails and we have the we have the legacies. In some cases, people who work directly for the government well, let me go back further. Okay. There's soft there's software companies, they build software. Yeah. Some Microsoft builds Windows, Apple builds iOS, other companies build other pieces of software. There's researchers out there and there's good guy researchers and bad guy researchers and shades of gray researchers. And researchers get their kicks out of looking at software and finding ways to exploit it. Testing testing the researcher is another word for is testers, it's another word. Mm-hmm. Testers are some of the most creative people on the planet. Good testers just find ways to break stuff. They just have a knack for it. You've met the people that have knacks for fixing engines. You know, they just look at an engine, you can hear it, and you just... There's testers that have that kind of a talent. They just some, God just gave them a talent for finding ways to break stuff. So there's testers that, that, that research on ways to break software. Sure. The software vendors, some of them offer bug bounties. Hey, if you find this really juicy bug, we'll pay you so much, we'll pay you so much money to tell us about the bug so we can fix it. Well... Bad guys also pay bug bounties. So governments and, and spy agencies and, and criminals, they'll pay money for bug bounties too. Right. So, some, so sometimes the researchers will find their bugs and they'll sell the bug that they find to the highest bidder. The wrong person finds a bug, 
that person exploits it for for evil purposes, and people go to jail. Or maybe a maybe a a, a Saudi diplomat or a Saudi, not a Saudi um, journalist who writes for the Washington Post ends up dead because somehow he gets lured into the Saudi Arabian mm, yeah, consulate yeah. in Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a big deal. It's right. a big and now and we think of this stuff as we like to the spy versus spy and it's somebody else and it's and it's way off and it, and it's James Bond. Right. But it's not. It's the same stuff that we use every day. It's right. it's the same Apple iPhones that everybody in the world uses. Now and that's an Apple iPhone. This one was an Apple iPhone bug, but don't kid yourself. I there's got I'll bet you there's Android bugs out there too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so do your updates. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. So I guess is there any you know when when you hear Edward Snowden talking about the the government's prolific spying through mm-hmm. the use of uh, cell phones and whatnot, is there is there something is there can government just penetrate anything if they feel no. justified doing so? There is protections. There's protections, and the, the, the oh back to Snowden the, the the Snowden stuff. The government the government um, went to the carriers. Okay. The, the government compelled the carriers to send metadata back to the government, so we know every we know everybody who called everybody and how long they and the call. carriers tell them to go pound sand legally. They can, but the government the government can say, "Cool, we're not going to buy anything from you. We'll buy from somebody else." Oh, I see. So uh, yeah, dollar yeah, dollar yeah, bills, yeah, y'all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's leverage, and and carriers, American companies want to be good Americans, and so there's there's there are raging debates about all that stuff, and. Go ask, you know what, go ask somebody that you know that works for a big carrier and say, you know, down in your central offices, you've got racks of stuff. Do the government have sensors in any of those racks? And they, they won't answer. They just say, well, I can't talk about that. <laughs> we are joined by uh, Greg Scott. He is our uh, technology wonk, expert, uh, whatever uh, he wants to, whatever moniker he wants to go by. We always appreciate <laughs> his insights uh, talking about a— bald, uh, bald guy works. Ve- yeah, very. that'll work, too. Very sobering uh, story regarding this uh, NSO group, an Israeli organization, uh, basically implanting this uh, spyware into uh, iPhones. Very, very disturbing, very sobering, to say the least. We'll talk a little bit more about this with Greg Scott, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. You got to get in on this. I just bought a property on the metaverse. Where's it located? Well, it's in a virtual world. This isn't financial advice, but I'm telling you, it's going to 100x. 
I don't know, man. We're focused on fixing up the exterior of our real house in the real world. The one that you don't need a big goofy headset to see, working with real professionals at Hoffman Weber Construction. Maybe they can help design my virtual property. They do offer a free 3D interactive exterior design, but only for real homes. Here, let me pull up my design. I'm going with all new LP Smart Side, added some stone, replacing the roof, and upgrading to wood windows. Okay, enough. I've got real FOMO now. Make your project real this month, and we'll take 5% off your estimate. Hoffman Weber Construction, voted Minnesota's best roofing and windows company. Look at and feel real home exterior products at our showroom, right off 35W and Old Highway 8 in New Brighton. Or get started at hwconstruction.com. I'm cute kid number one. And I'm cute kid number two. And we have been forced. You mean hired? We have been hired to tell you what direct lender FOMO is. So let's say you buy a new home. And maybe you use one of those big mortgage monsters. Or someone your realtor or friend recommends. And then a few months later, you hear us being forced. Hired. Hired. To tell you about our mortgage team's direct lender advantage. And then you feel like you missed out. Because you probably did miss out. And that is direct lender FOMO. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This often allows us to get you a better rate on that new home mortgage, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or Corporate Animalist Number 1335. Rack Animalist Number 65233. Equal Housing Lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651 651- 289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Greg is waving to the camera because <laughs> we are live streaming the broadcast at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So uh, be sure to uh, tune in, leave a comment or question if you so desire. Again, D. Greg Scott. Check out his website, D as in Daniel, dgregscott.com. Uh, is the site to go to for a, uh, I suppose it's a gold mine of information uh, regarding betcha. technology. Tre- treasure trove, gold mine. You could buy, you could purchase uh, your books there too, Greg Scott? Do we um, know? There's, link, there's links there to go buy the books. You, c- you can buy my books anywhere books are sold. A- oh. any, any, any book retailer, just tell them, tell them you want a copy of Virus Bomb and Bullseye Breach. Fantastic, yeah. Lots, uh, lots of good information at the website. And yeah. uh, we are talking uh, about uh, the NSO, NSO group, an Israeli organization who uh, it was uh, learned is, uh, well, they are currently uh, facing a cascade of legal action due mm-hmm. to some uh, sp- uh, sophisticated spyware that they put in uh, iPhones, and it was discovered in the uh, iPhone in particular of yeah. a, a human or a woman's rights activist in Saudi Arabia because they're not big on women having rights in Saudi Arabia. Right. We can right. say that. We we're, we're in America, Greg Scott. You we betcha. Can, we can say that here. This poor lady spent three years in jail because she wanted she wanted women to have driver's licenses. Yeah, crazy. Threat to national security, don't you know? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. So, uh, and and I will not perpetuate any uh, stereotypes about female <laughs> drivers. My wife would get mad at me. She listens. So <laughs> mine would hurt me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, we yeah. we don't do that here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network, That's Greg right. Scott. So, That's right. well, uh, talk about I guess this particular. Um, this was discovered 
just on the off chance that there was a, a there was a bug in the yeah. bug, so to speak. Yeah. Where the, N- a- the NSO guys, the, the NSO software, didn't get rid of all of its tracks. And they had gotten rid of their tracks in other phones, but in this phone they didn't get rid of their tracks, and that's how the researchers discovered it. That, that's, that's the only way the researchers discovered it, because it left footprints. So what's, what's concerning is now, um, and you had indicated in the last segment, that the chances are probably greater than 50-50 that mm-hmm. there have been other uh, such uh, apps, uh, spyware, of cor- what of have you. Of course there are. You, you know, that, uh, that uh, and I guess, uh, and obviously the, the natural question comes up, you know, people listening to this, you know, if this is indeed is on my phone, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can do to prevent them from getting in my information? I mean, for me, it's just going to, uh, for them, it's just going to be uh, uh, a bunch of scrolls through Instagram on my yep. phone. Yep. But uh, <laughs> this is where end-to-end encryption comes in handy. Yeah. So WhatsApp is an end-to-end encryption package, assuming that you trust Facebook. But there's a, there's other end-to-end encryption apps from smaller companies that you can buy. That's a big assumption cheap. in people trusting Facebook. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying here. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> that's a fairly big assumption. Yeah, that's but a biggie. That's but a leaving biggie. leaving that aside, so yeah, we'll do social media in a minute. I have stuff to say about social, but but okay. But anyway, you get an end-to-end end encryption. So I want to send you a message. I encrypt that message with a key that you and I both know somehow, and there's ways there's way there's ways that we can sh- that I can send my encryption key to you that somebody listening in won't be able to figure out. So I so I send you the key and I send you the message. You de- you decrypt the message, and now you know it. Now we can talk back and forth because we're we're encrypting end to end. End to end means it's encrypted when it's inside the device. So if if a, if an attacker copies that message from the device and sends it to somebody who wants to attack me, they're sending gibberish because it's encrypted. Sure. So now the the natural question is, is there any way or has there been any attempts or would the obviously there, I could see scenarios where there would be attempts, but has there been any attempts uh, by government to try to compel these uh, encryption yes. keys? You've heard the key. You've heard the speeches. Mm-hmm. Trump's... Um, Trump's uh, deputy attorney Rosenstein. Trump's deputy. Rod attorney, Rosenstein. Yeah, yeah, he made a big speech a few years ago. I've got it. I've got it linked to. I've got it on my website. There's a blog post on my website about that. He made a big speech about how we need to do encryption, and I think Barr, Attorney General Barr, made a similar speech. Mm, and the point okay. they said, the point they said was, and this was a dumb point. They said, you know, if we get if we get you ninety percent of what the security people need in order to get us fifty percent of what we need, isn't that a good compromise? And I want to jump up and scream and say, no, you don't get it. <laughs> if there's if there's a little teeny tiny itsy bitsy sliver of a security vulnerability, bad guys will find out about it and use it for their own purposes. You have to have zero security vulnerabilities unless you want unless you want attackers all over the place in your devices. Bad guys. Now we're going to get into open, but bad guys spend mm-hmm. all day long probing good guys. Sure. I just told you in the last segment how, how smart testers are. There's some really, really, really smart testers out there. They spend all day long probing, and they spend all night long collaborating with each other to make tomorrow's probes better. Sure. Just go look at some of the forums, and you'll see them sharing ideas back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And these, uh, these idiots from the government want us to just... Let that let that alone, so they can regulate the encryption. I don't think so. That's a that's a slippery slope. There's there's a bunch of slippery slopes to this. One is one is the path to tyranny. Imagine we we know about this abuse that happened because because this NSO group exploited a software bug. Right. We saw the abuse firsthand that a government did. 
imagine the abuse that a government could do if they have the legal right to control our encryption technology. Right. So you stand, sh- jump up on the rooftop and just don't say no, say heck no mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to encryption, to, encrypt, to, reg- to anybody regulating encryption. Keep the government's fingers out of that. Okay, so uh, they don't, I mean, like I say, uh, we've heard of government obviously uh, unauthorized, you know, going oh, yeah. behind the scenes and spying, but they we, don't we have, have the capability, at least not right now, to get through these encryption keys. Is that what I'm understanding? The good ones, yeah. yeah. You, you, we have abuses right here in Minnesota. There, A few years ago, we had stories about people in sheriff's departments going through driver's license records looking at women. And there was a oh, okay. there was a TV a TV newscaster that sued the state and won because of that because they were they were they were looking at her pictures when they shouldn't have been that 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 was a stupid abuse right here in Minnesota probably and probably because the address is accompanied with that picture too is that was that a big concern I, I vaguely remember it that. was Channel Nine it was okay. Alex Kendall it was Channel Nine okay yeah and 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 she sued she sued and she won well. I mean, as she should have. Yeah, right. And that was a stupid abuse. That wasn't, you know, it was it was just stupid. But imagine the abuse that you could do to get really, really, really private stuff that you shouldn't get, and and imagine the choices you can make because you have all this information on people that you shouldn't have. It's just don't go. Just government needs to stay out of that. There was a yeah. There was also, I mean, <laughs> along the same lines, we maybe kind of getting off the beaten path a little bit, but it mm-hmm. kind of comes back to all the same thing about uh, uh, abuses of power by mm-hmm. local government, whether it's federal government, local governments, municipalities, yeah, yeah. law enforcement. I remember I remember a story where um, a woman was, uh, I think she got into a car accident, and the attending state trooper uh, got her phone and saw some pictures on her phone that he kind of liked and yeah, forwarded to yeah. his email or something yeah. goofy I, like that. I hadn't heard that story, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me. But, but these, yeah, but these are the abuses where people they're in a vulnerable state yeah uh, in this particular case and they they don't have any don't really have a recourse yeah. recourse now thankfully this alex kendall sued these people who were looking at her information now how does that get triggered by the way get, getting back to that particular mm-hmm. story someone mm-hmm. looking at her picture the uh at the dmv was it yeah. How, how does that get triggered, or how does that get determined? That um, boy, there are a lot of awful lot of searches here for this. That's uh, how they found out about just, it. There just were because ser- there were so many searches. They audited who did what. There okay. Was, there was audits of who did what, and somebody looked at the audits, and the people who looked at the information weren't supposed to look at it. That's that's how that's how it went forward. Okay. How do you so how do you win? How do you beat that? We we have these uh, devices that we use for everything. And we don't know if somebody's spying or not, so we have these end-to-end encryption apps that we could use. How do you defeat security? How do you defeat the win against all these security attacks in general? Embrace open. You know, you've heard me say here, care and share to be prepared. Mm-hmm. I'll even make it even shorter. Embrace open. So share everything you do about security. Go talk about it on the radio in front of the whole world and subject yourself to the gauntlet of public scrutiny, which is embarrassing. And I've been embarrassed a few times myself. Learn from the embarrassment. Harden yourself. Rinse and repeat. Keep doing it over and over and over and over and keep getting better. That's how you win. Embrace open. That might be, and people, that's counterintuitive, by the way. When I say, I'll say embrace open and everybody jumps up and says, well, wait a minute. You're just giving attackers information that they, that they can use to attack you. Well, no, not really. Attackers already know what they need to know to attack me. They spend all night long collaborating with each other and all day long probing. They already know this stuff, but the public doesn't. The good guys don't know this stuff. We isolate ourselves behind this veil of secrecy, so we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again. You win by embracing open. 
share. Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess when, uh, you know, obviously people, the, but because they are on their phones quite frequently, what are some of the, I guess, practical tips that people can go through to ensure the best security? I mean, you talk about uh, the software updates mm-hmm. periodically. I mean, is that, uh, that certainly is probably one uh, step that they could take to That's certainly... one. There's a bunch of tactical tips. Let okay. me just put on my, I wrote these down. I have 10 tactical tips. Oh, please share. I yes. can never keep in my head. It's like memorizing the Ten Commandments. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're supposed to do that, but we just never get it done. Fair enough, fair so enough. So I, 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 I put these into, 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 three, into stupid sentences. This Greg's memory aid, stupid sentences. Here's the first stupid sentences. Email patches backups. Okay. Email hygiene. Everybody knows about email hygiene. Don't open attachments. We know. We know that, right? Fishing Patches. expeditions. Yeah, fishing. Right? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Patches. Keep your. And by the way, you're not going to retain any of this that I'm telling you right now. You won't retain any just of this. Listen, keep just listening, listening to the, the radio. Pod. Go to the pod. Ampodpatriot.com. Find the podcast. But Absolutely. go also go to my website, dgregscott.com. Lots of resources. Yes. Click on the big red button, and I've got email. I've got automation that'll Way email better. this stuff yeah, to you. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so patches. Keep your software up to date. When the vendor, when when Apple or when when Google comes up with updates, put those updates in. Or Windows, put those updates in. Or Linux, do your updates. Backups. The only solution against a, success, a successful ransomware attack is restoring from backups. So make sure you have good backups isolated from the things that they're backing up. Two forty. Oh, we got lots of time. We got time. Yeah, okay, yeah. I had to look over at the clock. Uh, here's the next. So, okay, email patches backups. That's the first stupid sentence. The next dumb sentence is authentication, trust, passwords. See how they're kind of related? Mm-hmm. Authentication. One of the big things that we see, and a lot of times in social media, is somebody pretending to be somebody that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you know? How do they authenticate themselves? Here's a tactic. One of the, well, there's a couple tactics. One of, the, one, of the, one of my favorites is when I'm trying to figure out whether it's automation that's, at, that's emailing me or whether it's a real person. I'll ask a question that a real person should be able to answer easily, yeah. but, in a, but an automation that messes them up on their time. <laughs> What's the sport where tall people run up and down a court and try to stuff a ball into a basket? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't believe how many automated systems that messes up. So ask a really dumb question like that. Or if they're imitating somebody that you know, um, hey, you know, didn't we meet in Chicago? How'd you like those cookies we ate when we ate dinner in Chicago last year? Sure. Ask a question. The only answer to that question is we've never been to Chicago together, and we didn't meet each other until just six months ago. So that question doesn't make any sense. You ask a question for which the answer is it's a bogus question. Yeah, and and again, we've ta- I know we've talked about this a lot in your appearances, Greg. Sometimes folks get so overwhelmed with all of the technology because it does permeate our lives yep, now, yep. and they feel so overwhelmed with what they have to do to protect themselves. But these are very common simple, sense. Pro- yep. Don't lose your tips. common sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I love it. Yep. Trust is a biggie. In that authentication, trust is a biggie. There's a whole body of knowledge around trust, around how do you know that you're accessing the website you think you're accessing. Mm-hmm. And so Alice, Alice wants to access Bob's bank. Mm-hmm. How do I know that Bob's bank really is Bob's bank? Right. There's, a third, there's a third party that gets in the act called a certificate authority. Oh, we're going to, are we going to commercials? Yeah, we do okay. have to go okay. to commercial break. All right, break. All right uh, we'll come back. Okay. Uh, you want to hang around for one final segment? It's a short segment. You betcha. Okay, yeah, great. We'll, fin- we'll finish these 10 We'll finish these ten tips. Technology wonk Greg Scott coming back. One final segment on the broadcast. And if you'd like to weigh in, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. 
We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back. AM 128 of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final short segment on the broadcast. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. We might have a time for a quick call, 651-289-4488. And you can also weigh in via Twitter. Again, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. Again, joined in studio by our resident technology wonk, D. Greg Scott. And again, he's always uh, prevalent out at uh, the annual Holes for Heroes broadcast, which is oh. the Saturday before the Super Bowl. If you want to know how we can do a broadcast on a frozen lake 
<laughs> well, Greg Scott's your man. It so. was even cooler than usual this year, wasn't it? This uh, this was the tenth time, tenth broadcast I've done personally. Yeah, yeah, Mitch yeah. did a few before that mm-hmm. with uh, Ed Morrissey, but this was the tenth one I've done, and yes, it was the coldest. Yeah, five below and four above. As that soon as yeah, as soon as we went off the air, I I uh, flagged down one of those Polaris vehicles and uh, <laughs> hit the bricks. And boy, that wind in your face going oh, yeah. back to shore, yeah, woo, yeah, yeah. brutal, brutal. Makes but you appreciate heat. But uh, we could reminisce about holes for heroes all we want, but we've only got about five minutes remaining in the broadcast. Yep. And, yeah, Greg, again, is giving some very practical tips. You can find his yep. website, by the way, dgregscott.com, giving practical tips about how you can protect yourself because we use technology pretty much every facet of our lives, yep. and it can be overwhelming because it is so complex. At least it's complex to me. <laughs> but there are some, again, some very practical things that you can do to protect yourself, to protect uh, your life from being hacked, basically. So, All right, uh, Greg Scott, uh, if you want to continue to follow right. up on that list you have there. All right, well, yep, we'll fly through this stuff here. So we're on a third group, authentication, trust, passwords, and we're into trust. So part of trust Alex, Alice wants to visit Bob's bank. How do I know Bob is really Bob? We have a third party. We'll call her Catherine. Catherine has a position called a certificate authority. Alice trusts Catherine. Bob trusts Catherine. Therefore, Alice trusts Bob if Catherine says Bob is okay. Okay. Catherine gives Alice a certificate that says Bob really is Bob. Catherine says, cool, I trust you. If Catherine violates her violates her position of trust, that's really, really, really bad. I've got 18 minutes about that in a presentation on my website. Okay. There's another piece of trust we need to talk about, too, real, real, real quick, and that's with supply chains. We have to trust software from our supply chain. Remember the Solar Winds attack just a, a, a year or so yes. ago? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody trusted Solar Winds to manage their networks, and then somebody compromised Solar Winds. That's a supply chain attack. I've got comments about. How do, you, how do you trust your suppliers? We already talked about embrace open. That's how you do it. You make your suppliers earn their trust by embracing open so you can inspect what they do to make sure their software is really good. Passwords are up next. Here's the deal about passwords. Conventional wisdom says use complex passwords that nobody can, mem- that nobody can memorize. You know, sure. especially. All right, forget that. Really? Do, yeah, okay. forget that. This is this is Greg's opinion. It's a minority opinion, but but I'm right. <laughs> do do pass phrases. Pass phrases. Your mommy wears army boots. That's a pass phrase. Interesting. You, you can okay. spell boots B zero zero T S if you want to. <laughs> so then you have special characters. I like it. In. Yeah. Pass complex passwords are good because they're hard to guess. Complex passwords are bad because they're hard to remember. True. Passphrases are good because they're hard to guess. They're also hard to guess. In fact, they're harder to brute force than complex passwords. Interesting. But because there's because there's more characters, because they're phrases, sure. they're also easy to remember. Passphrases win over passwords. Use a passphrase and, and obfuscate with – stick in some uppercase characters somewhere and a couple special characters, and you still have a passphrase that's easy to remember, hard to guess. And a lot of your uh, a lot of your emails and whatever else programs, they have the autofill feature anyhow. Some. Yeah, get for, don't use that autofill. Don't do that. You put it, put Store your passwords in your brain, not the computer's brain. So don't use autofill. Okay. No, no okay. not for passwords. All right, we've, we've got email patches, backups. We did that. Authentication, trust passwords. We did that. I wrote and I, ha- I have my notes because it's like memorizing the Ten Commandments. <laughs> next up, next up is mobility social tech. That's the sentence. It's a, it's a goofy sentence. Mobility social tech. Mobility is stuff you do on your cell phone. Long story short, every bug that we talk about that can happen on a computer can happen on your cell phone. Your cell phone is a computer. It's just real yeah. teeny tiny and fits in your pocket. Right. All the dangers that are on your computer on your cell phone as well. 
Um, social media, social media is just we we could spend an hour on social media. Don't get stuck in social media mobs. Don't believe everything you read on social media. Right now, today, this minute, social media is good because it's bringing us firsthand what's going on in Ukraine. True. That's good. Mm-hmm. Social media is bad because it brings us firsthand somebody's opinion on everything. True. And the, and the opinions that, get, that are popular are not always the opinions that make sense. And sometimes people mistake opinions for facts, and social media amplifies that stuff because social media companies make money be, how, be, depending on how much engaged you are with social media. I'm glued to social media because I want to know what's going on with Ukraine so everybody wins. But maybe I'm glued to social media because I think, I don't know, somebody stole the election. So I, so I read all that election stuff. That's bad. So <clears throat> don't, be, 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 don't be a victim of social media information warfare. And then tech tools are the next. Tech, um, we have, oh, tools, tech tools. Tech tools, antivirus subscriptions, anti-subscriptions like tools to watch stuff. Tech tools are good, but they're no substitute for good old-fashioned human awareness. Human Still awareness minute, wins yeah. everything. Seconds to go. Karen, share to be prepared. That's it. That's 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 all ten right there. Fantastic. Again, you can find these at uh, Greg's website as well, dgregscott.com. That's D as in Daniel, dgregscott.com. Dot com for all of these uh, very practical tips and uh, any anecdotes that he cares to come on and share. Oh, yeah. uh, we're always appreciative of the time. Click the big red button. I'll send you this stuff in emails, too, with, with, with a few war stories. Even better. And Greg will not sell your email information either, so he's trustworthy. Give it away. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, don't listen to that. It's private means private. Absolutely. Don't care about that stuff. Uh, Greg, always an honor to talk to you, sir. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Folks, thank you, as always for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. The IRS is ramping up collection, and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, listen carefully. Before it's too late, check your eligibility for the Fresh Start program still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems. Call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs. Business or personal, if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight, have unfiled tax returns, under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or finally just want to know your options, Call the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau with a five-star rating from Yelp, this veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now, 800-896-3050. That's 800-896-3050. Find out if you qualify today. Call 800-896-3050 or go to republictaxrelief.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? 
Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.